0: Welcome to It Is What It Is, the podcast, with me, Danielle Bridge. On our show, we catch up with guests to talk about all sorts of things, including our job, mental health, relationships, and basically everything that we humans experience as we navigate through life. Today, I speak to Lynn Otto about dance, movement, and your mental health. We know that doing something physical and creative is good for us, and we all know that moving our bodies to music can be a euphoric experience. We discuss how important dance can be for our sense of well-being. And today I have a guest with me uh, by uh, the name of Lynn Otto, who runs a company called Fit Steps. And that's here in St. Neitz, is it Lynn?
1: In St. Neitz, absolutely.
0: Excellent. Welcome. Thank you so much Thank for joining me this morning. Um, via Zoom. Obviously, all of these people at the moment are via Zoom in this new world that we live in. That we find ourselves in and you've come on to talk to us today um and I think we're looking at a series about accessing the five ways to well-being and so as part of the accessing the five ways to waste well-being one of them is keeping active and keeping active is really important for a number of reasons but I'll get into that in a little bit more detail with you Lynn later but first of all can you tell me a little bit about yourself why you got into what it is that you do and kind of the backstory around uh, how fit steps came to be if that's okay this is a, a bit of a mad
1: backstory because um, by trade, I'm stage manager in dance and I was a stage manager for the Royal Ballet for 18 years and I got to 40 and the hours are crazy obviously and I just thought the, life, uh, the work-life balance doesn't really happen when you work in theatre, they're long old days, quite pressurised so I thought now would be a good time to change slightly my balance of what I'm doing. So I left full time. They very kindly offered me to come back freelance. So I was in the Limbury Studio Theatre, which is our underground, more experimental work and contemporary work. So that was all fantastic. Rubbing along nicely, had some time off, did some other jobs, worked at the Y Spa at Y Boston Lakes, which I loved, yeah. which because I'm really into <laughs> massages and, being, <laughs> you know, if you're talking about wellbeing. Yeah. That was far. So I had a lovely job there. Um, and they let me go and do the shows because I was casual and it was a wonderful team. And then my third, so I had four jobs before before COVID. Wow. And then I was also a guest tutor at RADA, um teaching stage management to the students there. And Fit Steps. So I was in a FitSteps class uh, with a lady called Kim. Who needed to move to Nottingham for love and she was going to close the class and I was like this cannot happen because when I came St Leas, I didn't know anyone we moved out of London when I left the Royal Ballet and all my social connections come from joining classes so I was like oh, we can't all we can't all split up it would be awful so I said well I'll be the teacher and they all went I was like well okay why not I said I you know, I can sort of move, it'll be fine. So I did all the online training because it wasn't a live course, spent hours dancing around my garden. My neighbors must have thought I was nuts. And then (laughs) it was literally (laughs) samba cha-cha in the garden. Then I had to do an online assessment And I passed, yay. Mm -hmm. And then um, since then I've been, uh, I think it's been a couple of years. I've been running Fit Steps and Nears, it's a franchise. Mm -hmm. So there's people all over the country. And yeah, I just love it. And it's, I've tried all different kinds of dance. Obviously ballet when I was little and that's where my love of ballet comes from. And I can't do it very well I've <laughs> got terrible feet awful body awful posture so fit steps is the one that I just really connected with and we all love Strictly and it makes you feel lovely so I've tried tap I love tap not very good at it so you know you have to find your thing and I think with dance you do have to stick with it a little bit I think it's like learning a language when you start you think oh I'm never going to get this I'm never going to get it you know so you have to have a little bit of perseverance but then once you start to get it and this thing called muscle memory takes over mm-hmm. so your your body literally does it for you without thinking too much and then you start to relax then you start to enjoy it more and so that very convolutedly is how i became a FitSteps instructor instantly
0: it's wow and it's funny I was listening to you telling your story then and a couple of things resonated with me first of all I tried ballet when I was very young and I had I think had the constitution of a hippopotamus bouncing around a room you know very heavy footed and very kind of confident in my in my steps which just didn't fit ballet um and in terms of your Strictly I'm quite late to the Strictly journey uh, my <gasps> daughter, I know right I know <laughs> I know I'm sorry public um, but yes I was very late to it when my daughter who was 11 I think she was interested in it a couple of years ago and I decided to sit and watch it with her and I did love it I must admit I'm, I'm now converted and there is one particular dance which I'm very much drawn to it's quite an aggressive dance it's quite I, I can't remember what it the Paso that's it yes Yes. Now I think, <laughs> I, and actually you can't see this, but Lynn is just showing me some moves from But It's beautiful. It's a beautiful, very strong dance. I think and you've got to look quite serious, you know, and, and kind of go for it in your face. I think I'd be quite good at that one i
1: say if that's your bad day dance if you've had a bad day in the (laughs) office or you're a little bit angry about something you take it out in the pasadobla it always works
0: (laughs) i don't don't know what that says about me though you know that's my (laughs) favorite dance i'm a very happy person but i you know (laughs) no
1: i love it i'm a very happy person but i love it because it's not my natural character Mm. and a bit of what we do in fit steps we do latin and ballroom so that's why it differs from other dance programs because they don't have the Ballroom element is you can be beautiful and elegant and do a waltz, and then you can change your character and be fierce and do a paso or any of those sort of Spanishy ones that I
0: really really love. So, yeah. oh wow! See, I think I yeah, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah do my Paso d'oblé. Is that how you say it? The Paso, Doble? paso Doble, Absolutely. That is, that is it, guys. I'm gonna try it. I said <laughs> now in public. I'm gonna try this. I've got to now do it, Lin. I will I will get on with it. I'll
1: hold you to
0: that. <laughs> and it's interesting because actually it leads on into that whole kind of dancing and mental health and and that whole being active. And also quite a lot of the other things of the, of the five ways to well-being, you know, connection, exercise, doing something that you really love doing, something that takes you away from things as well. And how do you think, especially in the world that we live in at the moment, how can what you do play into the positivity Around what we can access as individuals.
1: I mean, to me, this year, last year, massively. And um, if I could prescribe dancing on the NHS, I would, mm. because I really believe that. Da- I mean, dancing. We've, we, we, you know, when you think about a wedding and you've had a little drink, when when the music comes on, like YMC, everyone jumps up mm. and dances. It's what connects us to each other. It's what makes us feel good. And, you know, at the moment, we're all struggling. I can't think of one of my friends who isn't having a difficult time on whatever level. So I've actually sort of moved my focus more away from dancing and exercise to how it makes you feel. So I've gone from dance yourself fit to dance yourself happy. Yes. Because in just 30 minutes, I can see on my, my team's face, my sparklers as I call them, they're my because they sparkle and they're gorgeous. They come in and you can see I can see on their faces they've had a bad day, they're worried about money, you know, they've been homeschooling the kids. So much stress. And at the end, just the shoulders are dropped a few inches, and they're smiling and they're relaxing and they're breathing better. So yeah, so obviously the getting fit bit is wonderful, and dancing is good for you on so many levels. And I've just actually introduced a new um uh, tone program which is in you know it's more sort of like going to the gym without going to the gym and still dancing because even though there are lots of wonderful gyms out there the demographic of people who come to dance fitness tend not to be gym goers mm-hmm. they they prefer our kind of environment so um so yeah i just think that by introducing tone we're looking at balance Um, We're looking at things. I'm nearly 50. So I'm really conscious of as we're getting older, um, balance, fear of falling, osteoporosis, something that my family has always suffered with, all these physical things I'm introducing into the program. Of course, they'll benefit the younger members of the um, classes. But for the over 50s, that's definitely the way I'm going more, because I think we're all we're all young, old people now. Um, my my husband we have an age gap he's over 70 so I sort of see it from his perspective he doesn't look 70 you know over 70 but he is and just the mental attitude now is completely different and that's another aspect I'm quite interested in so Mm
0: -hmm. feeling young yeah well exactly right and we are living for longer we are more capable you know at medicine advancement all of that and actually it's interesting because you were talking about how it makes you feel and my husband and I were talking about this last night so um, we are big ravers and I've probably spoken about this on my podcast (laughs) we're gonna have to do something about raving now and go through the go through the ages and um we love music and we we met kind of you know I I sing and and he was looking for a, a, a vocalist and I sang for him and he's always been interested in music. And our our kind of downtime has been festivals. We've taken our children to festivals ever since they were tiny and um, we've always accessed music and it's a massively massive important part of our lives. And we've missed that last year, you know oh,
1: absolutely.
0: anywhere we've obviously as with the whole world and don't get me wrong. So, something very, very serious has happened, and I think what, quite a lot of the conversations I'm having are, People are talking about the fact that they're missing these things that have made a massive impact on their lives. And then they're apologizing for that because these are the people that, you know, are are quite comfortable. They're not, they, you know, they're not, um, they've got, they've got homes, they've got food, they've got money and they've got everything it is that they need in, in order to be comfortable practically. All right. Not yeah. mentally practically and so they feel guilty when they are missing these things that make them who they are and I'm always you know talking to people go look, look look guys you are you are allowed to feel bad you are allowed to, to miss these things and I appreciate and everybody needs to appreciate that we are all in the same storm not necessarily in the same boat but you do have a right to miss those things it's okay to feel bad it's okay to miss it's okay to want and you know, you talking about that a second ago has really triggered that for me. That want that missing, the dancing, this hedonistic hands in the air, listening to the pounding music, going to a completely different place in your mind, to that happy place I call it. Absolutely. Um, that's a real impact on people.
1: Yeah, I mean the the happy hormones, they are real scientific things. And that's why you make you feel better when you dance. Um, You've got your dopamine, which is your absolutely feel-good one. You've got your um, oxytocin, which is the connection one, and this is why I'm always encouraging people rather than do a YouTube video by yourself, come to my class, see everyone in their boxes. We always have a little chat, you know, do a one-to-one class, a lot of chatting involved again as well as the dancing, so always trying to get people to come to my online classes. Which I, I actually do by donation, and that's a personal choice because I'm aware financially. Like me, it's people without a job, you can't afford to do it. But I want people to come, so they pay what they want. Some people donate, and some people don't and love them for free. And uh, got your serotonin, which is the main one about anxiety and depression. Um, you know, boosting that hormone is what lifts us out of those dark places so that's a really good one and then the one we all know is your endorphins your runner's high that you just get from bouncing around and being a bit crazy and it reduces tiredness and it can make pain less obvious in your body as well so those four hormones and scientists there's an amazing guy called uh, Peter Lovett who we call Dr. Dance and he's the expert on dance psychology why it makes you happy and he has a lab at the University of Hertfordshire actually and um I had a I listened to a great podcast I'm really into podcasts this lockdown so I listened to a great (laughs) podcast that Darcy Bustle hosted with him on about because I'm interested in it because I see it every class that people feel better after dancing so you know it's a physical thing it's an emotional thing you know, I miss my classes when they're not live, but I'm so grateful to everyone that comes in and that community that I'm really trying to build is really important to me. Um, when we were allowed, I set up a thing called Cha Cha Chums, which is a coffee morning so that we can chat when it was safe in our groups of sticks, socially distance. Um, at the River Mill pub, uh, which one of my sparklers I um, own. So we have a nice spread out table when we were allowed. Um, and you know, just to catch up with each other, it's been so important and see how people are doing and that I know people, I know, I, can che- I know who to check up on. I know who's having a really bad time. You know, I know who's sailing through and they're absolutely fine. You can see, you can literally see it in their faces on the box, but if people are doing it, um, on YouTube or something like that I can't help you know I want to help that's my lockdown mission is to help people and I want to do that through dance but it's also just my little community of people and they're all lovely people and they want to help each other we lift each other up all the time
0: yeah oh it's do you know what it's almost as if this is written but (laughs) all roads lead to self-care requirements and I, I think it's very interesting that we take one dance class and appreciate that that hits all of the bases in terms of the five ways well-being it 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 ticks all of them connection you know mm-hmm. learning something new pushing yourself out of your comfort zone somebody like me who's never done a class like that it now seems to be quite an attractive yeah. thing to do. i've learned something different it's quite everyone can do it yeah. everyone can do
1: it yeah yes yeah, so, and you know I love People-
0: the practice that you're giving as well in terms of you know opportunities to people that otherwise perhaps couldn't afford it being curious uh, you know so it yeah it, it's it is interesting to me how everything it is that that you guys do literally go down to those five ways of well-being it's all about a person and helping a person to be- i know and
1: i can yeah. i can believe it this morning when um minds were talking about those five things four of them i absolutely tick so learn something new stay connected exercise be in the moment when you're dancing and you're doing a beautiful waltz and you just lose yourself and it's wonderful and giving to others i hope that's what i'm doing by holding my classes and letting everyone in everyone's welcome men women young old doesn't matter everyone can do it There's seated versions of dancing where you're using your arms and your expressiveness. It's just completely accessible. And people go, I can't dance. It's like that I can't sing thing. I can't dance. You can all do it to different levels. I don't mind if it's perfect or not. I just want to see in your face you're enjoying it.
0: You're listening to It Is What It Is, the podcast. We hope you're enjoying this episode as we strive to bring you interesting conversations about the things that really matter. If you'd like to hear more, please subscribe. But for now, let's get back to that conversation. And I think talking about singing, that brings me to my, my triangle of happiness.
1: So my lockdown triangle of happiness is, um, I did go back to yoga, which I'd been missing um, and I hope you don't mind me name-checking a few local people you are just amazing. So I do my yoga with Maria Elena from The Whole U, lovely uh, who does her wonderful, when we can get there, wilderness yoga by the lakes in Little Paxton, the most glorious venue and relaxing. And she's so, I mean, apart from having the calmest voice you've ever heard in your life, <laughs> she does free Instagrams and breathing and stuff. And yeah, I've got to admit, in, in March, I had a massive panic. My career crumbled before my eyes, my stage management career, my my theatre friends, that industry is suffering massively. Mm-hmm. So I had to, I had to cope with the fact that I had to make a decision um, in those first couple of months. Do I build up my Fit Steps business? And then before I was juggling both. So if I had a show, I'd say to my Sparkless, I've got a show that week, I can't do it, we'll switch it to the Sunday when I have a day off or maybe we'll skip a week. That's not sustainable and it's not fair on my classes to go forward doing that if I've got more more clients. So I have made the decision that the, it's bye-bye showbiz and hello dance fitness and I'm going to completely focus on that. Maybe I'll expand it into another kind of class as well. But um but you know, I have to do it now. I have to do it for myself. You know, we'll see. I mean, there are instructors in their sixties and seventies, so I don't see. It. As long as I'm not a particularly fit, person, ironically, if you could see me, I'm. A, you know, I'm. It's not. I'm not a gym girl. I'm just an average woman who I eat okay, not brilliantly. I love a glass of Merlot. You know, I'm not saying I'm. I don't want you to have an image in your mind of some super healthy woman. I'm just your average perimenopausal woman who loves dancing. Mm. So and I think that's what my my guys like is that I'm not some really super fit buffed 18 year old bouncing around because it's completely unachievable yeah, yeah. Every, if I can, literally if I can do it everyone can do it yeah. so I hope that comes across to my Absolutely.
0: guys. no it's brilliant and do you know what's interesting I was because I my first podcast was uh with Troy who runs TM Fitness who is an extremely extremely fit <laughs> person you know but he says you know it's unattainable if you're going to go for something if you're an athlete and you're pushing for a goal that's fitness related then that's something different but actually everybody you know that wants to attain a level of enjoyment in movement, you know, which is healthy. Absolutely. And do something that you like doing and do more of it. You know, do much it's as like, as it's like yoga.
1: I'm really unbendy. But to me the yoga, the breathing, the meditation, that's really important. So my triangle my triangle is the yoga, obviously mm-hmm. the dancing and the footsteps. And the third thing is I'm a member of Rock Choir, uh, which is a national organisation singing with the wonderful Carrie Rawlins. And yeah, I can't not sing. That would just strip away everything mm-hmm. that I'm about. So, and it's, you know, coming from theatre, obviously i was surrounded by performers, but I don't want to be a performer. I just like the way I feel when I sing and dance. Okay. And I used to get that when I was training at drama school, i go, oh, you want to be on the stage. I don't want to be on the stage. I'm more than happy doing it in my bedroom yeah. uh, and enjoying professionals do it. Yeah. So I think there's always been a thing like, if you enjoy singing and dancing, are you an extrovert? No, I'm not really an extrovert. I just really acknowledge that I love doing it. Yeah. And I'm not going to apologise
0: for that. No, you just <laughs> do that. You know, you get on board, you do what you want to do, do what you enjoy doing. And it's interesting because in some of my training, we talk about happiness hour, you know, so people have happiness hour and it's like, what is it that you want to do? Or what have you lost? What did you used to do that you don't do anymore? Because life oh. got your way you know and one of them is oh well you know I used to sing or I used to play the piano or I used to dance yeah. or I used to and I just don't have time and now I feel a bit stupid doing it because what if I and all of these yeah. fears, fear of failure come on just do it you know like yeah. after they come back and they go you know what I I played the piano or ukulele for an hour and it was brilliant and I loved it and there you have it you know you don't have to like I said I I couldn't agree
1: more because my singing and dancing, when I hit 15 and did exams, all went out the window. Worked hard, like I say, crazy, crazy hours. And I got to 40, I just thought, what am I working for? I I mean, I literally had the best job in the world as deputy stage manager for the Royal Ballet. It's the job I wanted from the age of 12. Wow. You know, I was doing it from that young stage managing school productions. And she's like, how can you give up your ideal job, the job that makes you so happy? It's like, well, because it's not a rounded existence, it's all or nothing. And you know, I guess because I'm surrounded by dancers who often retire around 40, it made me sort of validate, yeah, actually, maybe I can do that and I can have a second career or I can try something new. Mm. And yeah, it was really brave. I could have been, I could be there till I the was 70, yeah. basically. Yeah. And and have very nice money, you know, it's well paid for those extremely unsocial hours. But, you know, I I do think I'm lucky I'm in the position I could get through, you know, without that extra money. And all the jobs I do have been sort of minimum wage jobs since then or not very well paid. And yeah, yeah, it would be nice to go to the Ivy once a week, wouldn't it? But, you know, it's not everything. I'm quite happy to sort of go to a restaurant in St Leeds and have a nice meal once a month. You know money isn't everything and i think as you get older you do realize that and in lockdown frankly no one's been able to spend any money so
0: <laughs> I haven't yes, got any clothes all money. Year. Right. it really yes absolutely you're right and i think people well we, we do eventually get there but it, like you said it is very brave it's very brave to pivot your entire career and find that you actually just want a greater depth to it I suppose you know and, and find out what else there is out there for you and fit steps is it so can we see then Lynn maybe once lockdown is finished and we are out and we are breathing each other's air again um maybe a strictly insignient opportunity then?
1: oh wouldn't that be amazing but <laughs> I'll well, tell you something I would love to get involved is is pride yes um you know obviously coming from theater i have so many friends in that community so i have offered my services i said i can get a team of us to samba down the high street nice no we won't be in sparkly bikinis it's a bit <laughs> old for that. but you know we, i would love to be involved in any of the festivals you know the festival that had to get postponed you know any yeah. of that but yeah. we're not performers we're just people dancing and if People around us are enjoying it. We did do a pop-up in the Market Square at a small business fair. Okay, and yeah. people were like, this is amazing. But it's just getting people to join in. You know, people are like, oh, I can't do that. I'll look silly. Yes, yeah, because yeah. It's a genuine concern. And that also that's another reason it's hard to encourage people with anxiety to join a class. Because just the thought of joining a class makes you anxious, doesn't it? It does, however. Will like, like, I fit in? Will like, I "Yeah, silly?
0: I do often say to people, though, and obviously this is not um, minimising any serious mental health challenge, but there's sometimes a very, very fine line between anxiety or nerves, if you like, because I like to use nerves, nerves and excitement. You know, what's the difference? I think um as any, everybody knows and I sing in public and go online on my own I'm a vocalist in a band and I am the only singer and if I go on just before I will feel anxious although I now switch it and say no this is just nerves I'm excited to do something like that if you can push through it you normally find your groove and then you're you know feeling a bit better
1: I guess through my my career as a stage manager you have to manage your own nerves obviously performers have their kind of nerves but um working for such a big company we quite often did live broadcasts to the world you know uh, galas for the queen if she was attending royal galas i can't sit there my job was queuing so when the lights change or the curtains open or the scenery changes that's what i'm doing so i sit there with the music and at the point I say LXQ1, which is Lighting Q1 Go, so you can't get it wrong. Even just in the theatre, the two and a half thousand people—wow, yeah—let alone around the world on a live broadcast, like on when Darcy Bustle left her farewell performance, I queued. So you can't think about it. You just you you can't. It's too much pressure. Yeah. So you just have to, you know, all your preparation, your professional. You know, there's not many dance stage managers in the country. Um, who specialise so much in ballet, as I do, in contemporary dance. So we're a bit of a small uh, team, um, but it's very niche and it's a great job. And I could, I mean, I got to watch world-famous ballerinas. Wow. Carlos Acosta, Darcy Bustle, Sylvie Guillem, all, Eric McAmelhoff, all these amazing dancers. I got to sit in the studio and watch them. Mm. I mean, it's proper pinch-me career. I just loved it. So, Yeah. It was really hard to step away from that. And I, I would always be part of that family. Uh, yeah, theatre is a very supportive, empathetic mm-hmm. group of people, mm-hmm. you know, very understanding if you've got an issue, um, you know. So I think that's where I come from, and that's why I come into my new fitness world, wanting to help people and recreate mm-hmm. that that atmosphere and that family. Did that skipped me up, yeah, yeah. so many yeah. times
0: ah Lynn that's brilliant seriously it's so lovely to hear and you know all from the power of dancing and actually I've got one last question for you Mm. um when I was growing up I loved dirty dancing (laughs) I loved Grease I loved all of those you know massive uh musical theatre fan breakdance was one of my favourites I don't know oh
1: yeah yeah Yeah, breakdance
0: and all of those those were just joy for me my daughter is now into high school musical the musical the series the special oh, um, yeah. if I got that wrong I think she's <laughs> it's quite a long <laughs> but again it's that whole musical theatre thing and, and young people accessing music and, and dancing and what was your favourite dance film related to film musicals? Oh.
1: Wow. Oh, that is hard because there are so <laughs> Sorry, many. Sorry, yeah, I know. I really, really love West Side Story.
0: Wow.
1: Okay. Again, it's that sort of Spanish influence I'm really drawn to. Jerome Robbins was the choreographer. who actually did choreograph for ballet as well, Um, people don't realise. Yeah, I mean, the storytelling through the dancing that first number where they dance they don't say anything you already know the two gangs you can see what's going on in their mind and I think a lot of people get put off dance and obviously working in ballet people oh I don't get it So get it. you really have to be a little bit open to understand those kind of performances and you know things like Billy Elliot that really help bring boys into dance it's been so important and yeah I would absolutely love some more men in my classes you know it would be amazing because it's just for everyone and what the great thing about FitSteps is done without a partner so it's light strictly but by yourself so you know we don't we have one couple they don't dance together they're next to each other but you know single men could come and learn to dance and I think if men could get in touch with that kind of side of them they would Mm. really really enjoy it and
0: um yeah so isn't it
1: it is you have to you have to surrender a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's what people are, always fear a little bit, but once you've done it it feels
0: fantastic. Absolutely. So my husband yeah, he's very freeing with his dance moves in the kitchen. The children uh, don't appreciate it very much. Right. <laughs> I but I that. certainly I certainly do. You know, just let yourself go and and give in to the music. So yeah, we're we're quite good at that. I don't think the kids are as appreciative, but hey, there you go. We're happy, yeah. what can we say? Absolutely.
1: I always say when we do certain dances like a bossa nova rumba imagine you've had a couple of glasses of wine that's the feel you want where you've lost your inhibitions you're not worried who's looking at you no one's
0: looking at each other we're all just having fun but
1: that's that's the best time when you just lose yourself and that's to me what dancing is all about
0: excellent lynn thank you so much it's been so lovely talking to you about all things thank you
1: thank you for having me
0: um can you please tell our listeners where they can find information about your classes and about what it is that you do online for your socials
1: Absolutely. So um, the brand is called Fit Steps, one word. We have our main website that has a class finder. So you put in any postcode near me, you'll find me. Or if you're further afield, please go to one of my lovely fellow instructors around the country. Um, most of us are doing online Zoom, and then we'll be back to live classes. We can't wait, and it'll be so much fun. And. I'm really on social media everywhere. Fit Steps St. with Lynn, Instagram and Facebook. And you can join our private group. You get loads of class info. And that's how you get your Zoom link sent through.
0: Wonderful. There you go, guys. So if you are interested this lockdown in connecting, being active, learning something new um, and keeping connected, please do reach out to Lynn and the people at Fitsteps and dance yourself happy otherwise thank you so much for joining us today it's been a pleasure speaking to you thank you thank you you've been listening to the
1: it is what it is podcast presented by danielle bridge and produced by defresh productions